With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash give tech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash give tech. Meta's platforms have an alleged predator problem. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. Before we begin, a warning that this segment includes sensitive content about the sexualization of children. For several months now, reporters at The Wall Street Journal have been looking at the algorithms that recommend content on Meta's platforms, specifically Facebook and Instagram. They've found that those algorithms promote child sexual abuse on a mass scale to users who show sexual interest in kids. Meta argues that they use sophisticated technology, hire child safety experts, and report content to help root predators out. But the problem persists, according to Wall Street Journal reporter Catherine Blunt. She told me what she learned by setting up test accounts, including some that followed young influencers on Instagram. And it was really quite surprising that the speed at which it began recommending, specifically in the Reels short video, function of the of the platform, sex content related to children as well as adults. And, you know, just to sort of add another layer to this, um, Meta monetized this content by running uh, ads for, for major brands. And so the upshot of this is that these, you know, these test accounts, the platform detected that it behaves like other accounts that have a sexual interest in children. And so began recommending content based on, on that very, very limited signal. Yeah, Facebook's algorithms, you write, recommended groups with names like little girls and beautiful boys. Uh, and what are what are users in those groups doing? What are they talking about based on your reporting? Right. So um, the, the issues within Meta extend beyond Instagram. I mean, there's overt discussion of child sexualization content, actions, other you know, terrible things. It's been a real challenge for Meta to kind of, first of all, assess the full scope of this issue and make changes that you know are lasting and meaningful and being able to curtail that activity within these communities. At one point, one of these research accounts or burner accounts, as you call them, that the journal had set up for this investigation flagged several groups, including one named incest, through systems that one might use as a user to report these problems to the company, Facebook, when you go through those normal channels, said that the group didn't go against its community standards. Right, right. Yeah, this has been a consistent challenge. A lot of aspects of the system are as automated 
And it's been producing, I think what the company would agree is erroneous determinations when users flag groups. I mean, that's a, that's a terrible example. There are others, you know, similarly terrible. There are also others that, you know, maybe exist in a bit more of a gray area, but I mean, would be determined to go against community standards. And yet, you know, the, the automated system doesn't, for whatever reason, always detect the nature of, of what's being discussed and exchanged. Yeah, but the company did respond quite quickly, it sounds like, when you revealed that you were investigating this. Yeah, they have the means to do that. Sometimes it takes multiple tries, but you know, once you sort of maybe get some human involvement or escalate it to a certain level, the company has been able to take down certain offensive accounts. But I mean, these these sorts of accounts proliferate. You know, the company was, first of all, a bit, bit surprised about the extent. And then from there, despite setting up a task force dedicated to addressing some of these issues, has not ha- been making progress at the speed that it would like to actually make a meaningful change. We'll be right back with more from Catherine Blunt of The Wall Street Journal. You're listening to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. We're back with Catherine Blunt, reporter at The Wall Street Journal. So what changes have they made? Because The Wall Street Journal reported a few months back about, as you mentioned, how Instagram algorithms helped connect accounts that were focused on underage sexual content. After that, Meta supposedly had stepped up enforcement. Can you talk about what systems the company has put in place? Yes. So after that reporting, Meta uh, organized a, a task force internally to specifically focus on these problems. And there's been, I mean, I think almost at a sort of a manual level, there's been large-scale removal of problematic accounts. Uh, that's not to say it fully solved the problem. Um, I think probably most significantly, the response the company has had is that it's been expanding the use of technology that is meant to be much more attuned to when a certain account is exhibiting suspicious behavior. Mm-hmm. And so the, the the technology is able to sort of score users based on, you know, the the activity that they engage in. And if they're, you know, engaging with uh, child accounts in a certain way or, you know, potentially looking at, at groups that have been flagged as problematic, I mean, it, it may be able to uh, sort of flag them earlier to, so that they could be removed uh, earlier. Yeah, either removed or in some cases, it sounds like they're also hiding certain groups from public view, not pushing them out. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's been an, a large number of groups that don't appear in search functions if you are looking for them. As well as taking down some hashtags related to pedophilia. We should mention that too. That's important. Yes. There's been a number of, of hashtags that uh, are known to be associated with problematic content. The company has been uh, removing a number of them. But one of the challenges is that they kind of can repopulate with minor variations. That's an ongoing challenge. Well, a very recent development is that Meta has started fully encrypting messages on two apps, Facebook and its Messenger app. Privacy advocates are very happy about this, but there is also a huge concern from the the community that's worried about, you know, predation on children, about how encryption could encourage that. How is Meta responding to those concerns? Yeah, it's, it's really uh, very significant. You know, a, a child predator could find and message a child on uh, Facebook and the associated messaging app. And when those when those messages are encrypted, not even Meta staff will have uh, ready access to that. And so to remove uh, the ability of outsiders to view those communications, you know, there's a lot of concern that it will really hamstring efforts by law enforcement to be able to, uh, you know, get to the bottom of tips and reports as they come in. That was Catherine Blunt of The Wall Street Journal. 
You'll find a link to some of Catherine's recent reporting on Meta on our website, marketplacetech.org. Jesus Alvarado produced this episode. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I was spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.